Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be dope to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and help support our show. Go Squadron! All in a day's work for the Squadron Supreme, Earth's mightiest heroes. We got a lot from your block to the comic shop. Listen, share, rate, and subscribe to Hip Hop Marvel's podcast available on all podcast platforms and apps and streaming services. Available on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Google Play, and more. Yo, this your boy Frank Nitt. And there's rules if you want to get in this Marvel Studios. Don't nobody get in this motherfucker. So rule number one, don't pop your ass up. Don't bring no extra niggas. And you better be ready to write, direct, produce some hot shit. Or you will not get in. Marvel Studios, nigga, you know what it is. Frank Nitt, let's go. We got a lot from your block to the comic shop. On that wavelength, time to sign in. Doug Floyd and Hip Hop Marvels are chiming on topics of comics. Brought to expand the hip hop connect with the gauntlet in hand. They got it locked in, they floss in the brand. The block to the comic shop, they cross and examine. Representation spamming and moved on the shelf. And the system is happy with the movement is dealt. We don't wait for the sick to improve on the health. So we pull a Thanos, fine, I'll do it myself. And it'll come out extra clean. Fresh for the fans like an extended extended scene the hip-hop and comic dimension they activate you with gems they present in hand in the gauntlet yes we gon' flaunt it hip-hop marvels are bring you the rawness the rawness yeah, it's your boy DJ Dub Floyd in the place to be and in the place to be is DJ Dub Floyd this is the hip-hop marvels podcast alongside me is Rick 0378 the collector aka Rick Grimes bitch <laughs> this is episode 18 episode 18 secret wars we have a very very special guest a legend Billy. Uh, one of the reasons yeah yes one of the reasons since the inception of hip-hop marvels this guy has played a b- real big part in the inception of hip-hop marvels as an mc he embodies what hip-hop and what marvel is he's gonna be along for the ride so i hope he's ready <laughs> you know what i mean let me introduce the last emperor. Yo, yo, peace. Yeah. Salute. All yeah. of that. Peace. You know, like I said, you know, you're going to be along with us for the ride. We got a few, you know, a few topics, a few talking points we're going to be expounding upon. And then, you know, after that, we're going to get into you, everything that is you, 
Um, there's there's a, a myth, and I talked to Rick about this. I'm not sure if it's true, but we're gonna present it to you, and you can let us know if it's true. But yes, um, sir. yeah, but we're gonna definitely get into it. You know, all things hip hop and Marvel. Listen, share, rate, and subscribe. We're on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Tune in, iHeartRadio, Castbox, Stitcher, and more. Right. If you if you're viewing now, we're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook Live. Uh, so don't forget to subscribe and follow and share. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion, email us at hiphopmarbles at gmail.com and follow us on all our social media, Twitter and IG at Hip Hop Marvels and Facebook, Hip Hop Marvels, all one word. We're everywhere um, now. We, you know, we spread all around like a bad rumor. So we everywhere. Yeah, There's no yeah. excuse that y'all can't catch us. Y'all can't tune in to us. We, we worldwide now. Most definitely, most definitely. So, um, you know, before uh, we get into everything, man, Rick, we've been going for a minute. We're finally back. Before I forget, Claudius and Cash could not be with us tonight, but um, we're repping for the squad. The Squadron Supreme definitely, is back. Definitely shout out. Uh, definitely shout out. Um, Ken C, producer extraordinaire. Yes, Ken C, Taskmaster Brother Voodoo. And uh, yeah, we're going to get right into it, man. So what you been up to, Rick? Man, just uh, just maintaining, man. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> With everything going on and everything, yeah, you know. Yeah, just trying to That's just trying to maintain the just trying to maintain the mental and just, you know, it's like going to be, you know, see how cold it is going to be this year. You know, started with kind of brisk today. The hawk was out today for sure. For sure, you know, the weather changed up fast. And it's crazy because it's hard to tell who's like genuinely like sick, sick, you know what I mean? Or who got that 19, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to, you know. Just trying to, you know, I don't think a lot of people took it that serious. I think it's a whole new different thing now where people are taking it serious. Um, right. The uh, the president from, uh, they had just hired him. And I, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name right Preston University, my alma mater, in um, Raleigh, North Carolina. And I think he was on the job for maybe three months and he passed away from COVID. He was an older gentleman. Oh, wow. Uh, but yeah, man, this is, this is, oof, it's crazy. As far as me, I've just been, you know, on the grind, trying to spread the word about hip hop marvels and, and get our mantra out there. We're your neighborhood plug for all things hip hop and Marvel. Uh, so I've been just trying to spread the word on that. I've um, been working. You know, my job is essential, so just been doing that. And then other than that, man, just been chilling at, at the crib, man. Like, this is really nothing crazy for me. When they put everybody on lockdown, I was just like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a homebody anyway. You know what I mean? So, yeah, just been, you know, trying to um, get the gears rolling with uh, Hip Hop Marvels and, you know, maintaining work, maintain my health. You know what I mean? Right. Right, right. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I was never bothered necessarily by the quarantine, really, until probably, you know, when uh, when time went back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, uh, I'm working, you know, uh, I'm working third shift. So it's like I haven't seen like for like a week, the first week I think of it, I didn't see any daylight. Right. OK. You know yeah. I'm waking up. Yeah. It's after five. Get ready. And I get off at six. You know, it doesn't become light to like six thirty, seven o'clock. So for like a week, I didn't see any daylight. Last ever, how have you been maintaining through this whole this COVID nineteen situation? And 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 you know, as far as quarantining, and I know it may be rough for you being being a, you know an artist and, and whatnot. You can't you know 
with the limitations on shows and things of that nature. So how, how have you been coping with this whole thing? Well, much like everyone else, just remaining vigilant, uh, doing what I can to protect myself, to uh, reinforce my immune system through taking a, as many natural herbs and things of that nature as I can, um, you know, doing what I can, doing my part basically to stay clear of it. Um, uh, what many people may not know is that in addition to being an artist, I'm also what they call an essential employee. Um, okay, I won't divulge what that, what exactly specifically that occupation is. Cause you know, every superhero has to keep his, you know, ah. um, his secret <laughs> identity, you know, but Word. by day I, I'm a mild man. I am a mild mannered essential employee. Um, uh, very visible in my community. Um, so uh, myself, my co-workers, you know, we have felt the, uh, I have uh, several co-workers that have unfortunately become uh, at one point or another uh, in contact with the COVID-19 uh, virus. So it's very real. Yeah. Despite what many, you know, they're, they're, you know, you know, people like to say conspiracy theories and things of that nature. And I have my own specific views about what's going on, but there is something out here and it is affecting people. Um, you know, um, I know people that have had loved ones that, that are not here anymore as a result of this. So it's very serious. So I just do my part to try to steer clear of it and promote safety, whatever that looks like. And, um, yeah, it's, it's difficult now, as far as being an artist, um, Again, I've been kind of doing like uh, work aside from that for some time now. So I'm fortunate enough. I'm blessed enough that I don't have to totally rely on my artistry and the art to keep the lights on and the bills paid. With that being said, um, it still affects me. There's still been times where people have wanted me to come and do shows. And obviously none of us can do that right now. Uh, in, in mass or any large scale. Um, so I've just been concentrating on recording. Um, I'm probably 70% uh, finished another another project. I guess we'll we'll discuss that at some point. Yeah, but yeah, man, this COVID, this COVID thing is affecting everybody, man. And, and you know, I just uh, willfully, everyone can just maintain themselves, reinforce their immune systems. Uh, they're projecting that this winter may be a very a very uh, hard one. Again, you mentioned, uh, you know, COVID in conjunction with uh, potential flu season coming up. So we just got to do what we can to keep our physicals intact. You touched on something serious there because, you know, like you said, a lot of people have been downplaying this whole thing. Conspiracy theories, whatever the case may be, like, you know, different scenarios. So, and like you said, it is real. People are dying I've, I've had just a few family members affected by it. Right. It's good. You know, it's good that everybody's maintaining health is wealth. You know what I'm saying? Keep your health first. Yes, sir. And, and just um, continue to whatever you were doing. COVID helped me uh, realize and it, it kind of sat me down. It was like, you know, right. take this time to sit down and relax and, and, and gather your thoughts. And I'm thinking a lot of folks are like that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I agree. What I want to get into first thing and uh, last imp, you can chime in anytime you choose. I no, want to sure. get into uh, the state of hip hop right now. I don't know if you've been knowing. I'm, I'm sure you have. There's a war going on outside, and um, 
one of the reasons why I named this episode Secret Wars, number one, because you are Mr. Secret Wars. You know what I'm saying? Um, Salute. <laughs> word. <laughs> number two is there's a lot of wars that are not necessarily in secret. You know, a lot of wars um, are being fought right now in our faces, whether it be on the media, whether it be politically. Right now, we have a big war right now in hip hop because there's a lot of casualties being brought to us every other day, it seems like. You mean like King Von and all that stuff that's yes, going on in yes, Texas? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you had King Von being uh, killed in, in Atlanta. You have uh, Mo, what's the cat? Mo3. Um, Mo3, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mo3. He passed away in uh, Dallas on the freeway. Just recently, Benny the Butcher has been shot in Dallas. Yeah. Little Boosie. I mean, it, it's just it's just crazy out there. So, um, Rick, like, what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on this whole war that's going on? Because let's face it, it, it boils down to to back uh, back and forth. You know, you 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 shoot one of my guys now. You know, we're gonna get you know, and that's what it's all about. Really, it's just a back and forth thing. So that's why you know I kind of equated that to a quote unquote war. What are your thoughts on this, Rick? Um, it's definitely not good for the culture. Um, and a lot of these guys, when they're murdered or killed, they're really just beginning their career. They just got hot. They just got a mixtape or or whatnot on the charts. These these some of these young men they're not even getting the chance to enjoy the success of hip hop. It's definitely hurtful, in my opinion, losing young guys, like especially like the young guys getting out the element and I know it's hard for some to do that that they don't want to let their neighborhood go or let your street go or let their block go but you know there's something you just you just have to do if you really want to be successful uh, like you said you know some of these guys you know these guys are, are, are really really young kids pretty much and uh, you know I, re- I read something um, about Jim Jones he, he made a statement I don't know if he was he was necessarily comparing what's going on in hip-hop to military folks in a way in a sense i get where he was coming from and then you know there there was a a a veteran who responded to him saying like no it's no way near dangerous or nowhere near i mean there's no comparison pretty much you know you can't compare what we went out and fought for and then jim jones later came back and responded to that and it was like the difference is these are cats i grew up with on the street homies i lost like you know we grew up from being children um until now um that's the difference these are guys you're serving with guys you never met last and what what are your uh what are your thoughts on uh, on this whole war if you will yeah definitely um uh, i think you alluded to the fact that that there is a, a conflict that's being fought on many fronts and i think that uh you know for religious people they would say that it's something spiritual that's behind all of this. Uh, to take it into more scientific terms, we have to understand that within each of us is a positive and negative charge. Um, life as we know it, stemming from the atom, consists of protons, neutrons, and electrons. Where Protons and neutrons represent that positive and negative charge. So we all have the potential to produce positivity 
or negativity. Those of us who find ourselves immersed in the art form known as hip hop or lyricism or rhyming, when I was growing up, it was all about rhyming. Who had the best rhymes, the illest rhymes. The criteria is a little different now, and that speaks to something that's going on culturally with um, our people, especially original people here in the wilderness of North America. But to bring it on home to what we're speaking of now in terms of these young rappers dying, we have to understand that there's that old adage of the pen being mightier than the sword. What we deal with are words. We put words together and creates movement. When Rakim said he was an MC, he emphasized that his job and his ability revolved around moving the crowd. So we know that we emit sounds that create movement in other people. Look at uh, some something like the uh, the bat. You know, most bats have vision issues. They don't see very well. They fly at night. So what they do is they emit sounds in the form of sonar, which bounce off objects, comes back to the bat. His audio receptors pick up on the sound reflecting off of the object and it gives a bat the idea of which way to go. Okay, I emit a sound, it came back here, so there's a tree in front of me. Let me move this way. Let me move that way, thus and so. So we have an example of in the animal kingdom, the sounds we emit bounce off objects and come back and, and affect us in some sort of way. Now, if the lower form of animal has understood this principle, why haven't we allegedly a higher form of consciousness understood that in terms of if I'm a rapper and I'm putting out, you know, uh, music that dictates, you know, I got I got I got the uh, the, the, the the AR with the right. extendo clip, you know, <laughs> or with it yeah, with the sure. drum or with, or with the drum on it. And I'm out here shooting up, killing everybody. Why, why would I be surprised when somebody pulls up and tests me on that? You know, we have to understand how powerful, especially with what's going on in this country and around this world right now. We set the template for all activity on this planet. Those of us who specifically are a part of the quote unquote said hip hop community. We make the world go round. Everybody wants to look like us, dance like us, talk like us, walk like us, you know, have the same philosophy that we do. So if we have now, unfortunately, devolved, you know, in terms of the rappers that are out there, because I never want to paint the picture that there are still some, you know, individuals who are uh, talking about positive, progressive music and, you know, oh, yeah, got rhymes sure. that are, you know, they're, they're definitely out here. But unfortunately... The pervasive, the ones in the front that are getting all the spotlight are the ones that got the extendo clip on the AR or whatever. They got the drum and you know, or the ladder and they just out here letting fools have it. You know what I mean? Right, um, right. So if that war is fought on many fronts and to take it a step further and dig a little deeper, what are some of the, the, the socioeconomic conditions that a lot of these young brothers and now some sisters come from that dictate that they provide this sort of music. So it, it, to a certain degree, I don't fault the younger ones 
that are immersed in this because a lot of them that have not been taught the knowledge of themselves. So, of course, we can't expect them to, you know, instantly become these progressive, uh, you know, um, positive rappers and think they're just basically, for lack of a better term, products of their environment. Right. The problem right. I have is those of us who are, let's say, 30, 35 and older and still every rhyme I ever hear you you spit or kick is about killing somebody that looks just like you. You can't assume. No, we don't. We don't come into this. Many of us saying, you know what? I'm going to be an MC. I'm going to be a rapper and I'm going to be a role model. But it just kind of comes with the territory. Yeah, you does. know, it just kind of comes with the territory. Yeah, no, it really does. And to expound on what you uh, what you just said, you're you're right. Um, you know, I I don't hold the younger generation accountable um, as much for their actions because, like you said, you know, the generation uh, before them, there there comes a time where we have to start teaching. You know what I'm saying? We have to start teaching. That's right. Because, like you said, if, if we're the main ones knowing we're the generation before, and we're the main ones spewing that, there is, I mean, it's just like how, how you're raised. When you're young, you, you tend to emulate a lot of the things you see. Absolutely. Um, to be frank, I don't think this is the end. Like, I, you know, I'm, I expect to hear, you know, I don't want to, but I'm, you know, it's something that I expect to hear. Um, as long as, as as long as there's a break in, in, in the, the dialogue, you know what I'm saying? Between the, the elder statesmen and, and the youth. You know what I mean? Let me let me let me say this. I think even though some of these guys are young, there comes a time when you have to take responsibility uh, for your action. Uh, absolutely. You know, no you know Most definitely. and I and I think definitely part of it is there's really no messages or knowledge being shared in hip-hop now now is it's like my man said you know it's either about the ar with the drum you know hip-hop right now i mean i've never seen so much promotion as far as like taking drugs right you know what i mean right the right you got was like maybe smoke a blunt drink a 40. now you got messages it's like sipping lean and and, and basically taking fentanyl and things like that, things that you know are gonna kill you. Right. And right. I don't I don't understand as far as like the promotion now, like and part of it also is we don't control the hip hop industry. We control hip hop, I think, but not as far as making money, video, things like that. We we never had control of the industry. Most of the black ARs at labels then and didn't want to have anything to do with hip hop at all and Jewish people that's right really they they're the ones who really you know control hip hop you know we, we've been lucky in certain situations as far as independent labels cash money uh, 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 no limit ruthless things like that but once you sign that major label deal to me that's yeah. when you lose control you know, easy and did they thing as far as it was ruthless, but once they signed with Jerry Heller, you know, they lost, or Easy E at least lost control. Another, uh, you know, um, another label, which we'll talk about that was later on as far as as, as, uh, as Last Imp, in my opinion, was uh, also Rawkins. 
Raucous right. Brewery was a very quality label. But the minute that they right. signed, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was with Geffen, I think. Right. Um, they lost all control. They dropped artists. Artists that were really dope and had things to say were no longer, you know, or they had to go a different route to be heard when Raucous was like right there. We just, the, the, the main problem is we just need to have um, control of, of, of hip hop. Like right now, the situation with Def Jam. I mean, I mean, like this is a label I grew up on. Uh, you saw Def Jam or anything, you bought it just because it said. That's Def right. Jam. That's right. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the roster on Def Jam, and I'm looking at, I'm like, Justin Bieber's on Def Jam. <laughs> really? <laughs> Word. Word. How, right. how in the hell does that how in the hell does that happen but of course i know it came right. from russell russell giving up his control of death game right and had people that were not affiliated with hip-hop whatsoever you know la re la reed is a great producer and songwriter but la reed is notorious for not really liking hip-hop mm. Mm. So he, 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 he didn't know what to do he didn't know what to do with Outkast. He didn't know what to do with Goody Mob. Anybody that was signed with LaFace at the time. He really didn't think either one of those acts would even pan out. Right. And knowing right. that, you know, Outkast is diamond. You know what I'm saying? Right. Goody Mob has at least two albums that are, in my in my opinion, classics. The new one is ill, too, by the way. Oh, Survival Kid, I was listening a little bit that yeah. today, by the way. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. But yeah, it's, it's like, just, we have to control hip-hop and i really don't think i think it's gonna be either a while or it's gonna be impossible to gain control of hip-hop as far as the industry the culture right, right. promotes certain you know certain things i think there's just certain things you need I, I, everybody needs to have joints on their album but it's really spit or they're contributing something positive to the culture right right if that's who you are or who, right. you, claim, or who you claim to be and who you claim to represent as far as the culture in a certain sound you know i didn't mean to uh you know linger on such a, a solemn subject but it mean it is out there it's part of the culture you know and that you know that's what we do here on hip-hop marvels you know we um uh and, and let it be known like i you know um I, I i've gotten a few comments saying that you know um you guys it seems like you guys don't embrace hip-hop as a whole because you know i don't hear you mention you know certain you know particular artists or you know basically they're saying we stand true to true school hip-hop or like you know what i mean like we're uh i guess we're a, a gang of elitists but um that's not the case um if you go back and listen to many episodes we talk about an array of um, hip-hop topics um and different artists you know what i mean so let's talk about uh wandavision um so wandavision which is a, a show slated for Disney Plus. You know, they recently announced that uh, they're pushing that back. I think we were supposed to get it next month sometime, but they're pushing yeah. it back to uh, January 15th. I know when I, I first heard the news, I was kind of um, disappointed because I wanted to see some something Marvel this year. It's like we really didn't. This was a Marvel-less year. You know what I'm saying? I so, like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? But, um... Yeah, but it's far, yeah, far from Marvel. There hasn't been a year, <laughs> right? Yeah, there hasn't been a year since 2009 that there hasn't been any kind of Marvel release. And as, as, as far as one, the vision, I'll be honest, that was like probably like the least, besides besides the Eternals, 
is probably like the least thing I'm looking for. I, I feel you on that. Really, if you think about it. To me, I think it'll be important because I'm, I'm hearing a lot of uh, Doctor Strange talk and how, you know, they're saying that it's supposed to lead into the Doctor Strange, Strange uh, Multiverse Madness right. film. So I'm looking forward to that because I know that Multiverse of Madness is going to set up a whole array of different stories and spinoffs and you know what i mean which i i've been looking forward to you yeah. know what i'm saying I'm, I'm i'm you know i think that's that's uh dope um as far as the show i like the uh i will say by watching you know checking out the trailer i like the uh the look of it it's different um so yeah i'm liking the whole what leave it to beaver vibe and and of course you know stemming from the comic books everybody knows that you know they had a little thing yeah yeah they had a little little uh, thing situation yeah 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 it's kind of yeah it's like a sitcom and everything so what part does monica rambeau play in as far as wandavision i really don't understand that i know oh yeah that that i'm an older yeah I'm, i'm i'm anxious to uh to know that um because you know like i said you know monica rambeau is, is is a dope character shout out to cash her aka monica rambeau but yeah um <laughs> yeah word but yeah that uh yeah i'm 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 you know kind of skeptical to see you know uh what how that plays out um because you know they uh had introduced the character in captain marvel yeah, so I mean, like I said, I'm anxious to see what WandaVision uh, sets out to be, and then like on top of that, it's just added to the list of shit we're gonna receive next year from Marvel. It's like it's gonna be a gang of yeah. gang of shit we're gonna get. <laughs> so, like, and see, and, and I, I get also, that also that also concerns me as far as um, overexposure because you put together what's supposed to be this year and next year, you could really probably have something come out like every month damn near as far as um that's the way the, that's the way the concerned. slate is looking if not every month every other month it's that's the way the slate is looking which um i mean I, i'm i'm cool with it you know what i'm saying i know you know we're cool with it uh last what do you feel what do you feel about that imp, as far as the long division series i don't know if you if that's i'm, I'm not doing. yeah i'm not really i'm not really up on that I'm, i've heard about it i i got a couple of homies that are in, in the, into that that branch of things but I'm not even really up on it. I can't even front. I'm more okay. of a like the central, the central core character, Spidey, the right. Hulk. Uh, you know what I mean? Like as yeah. far as the MCU, I would just. I mean, I know they they kind of feel like they they may have shot their load, and I know there's a lot in the air in terms of uh, well, you know, do we go more toward the well? I mean, I have to go more toward the streaming services if we can't go back to theaters anytime soon, like right. you know, in mass. And that's the problem with creating these big budget films. You know, they they anticipate tons of moviegoers going to see them. And if that's just not a reality right now, so they're trying to figure out how they can get this stuff out to us. But what I say is that um, I would like to really see within at least the next year or two an Alpha Flight movie like that. Especially Shit. now that there's more relationship, there's going to be you know more relationship between the MCU and like the X Men. I think it's a perfect opportunity to show that portion of Logan's life. You know what I mean when he was running with Alpha Flight. I, I just I would really like to see um, with what they can do now with CGI, especially Sasquatch. Right. 
and all of that. You know what I mean? Um, so that that's really what I'm. What, that's that's the sort of stuff that I'm looking forward to. Yes, definitely. I, I was I was even actually hearing at one time that they were considering an Alpha Flight series. Yeah, that would be dope. I was hearing that along the same time I was hearing like Moon Knight, and it seemed like Moon Knight is really going to happen. Now. Yeah, yeah, I, I've yeah. been hearing that too. Yeah, like those those teams. I mean, I guess they're going to be. They they may get around to that being that you know the the rights to you know Fox are now with Disney, and they get to right. explore the whole mutant realm and everything. So, right, I, I, you know, I'm guessing they you know that would that would be dope. I would love to see that <laughs> Alpha Flight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just let you know, you're like the second person on our show that has mentioned Alpha Flight. Shout out to Earth Lord. Yeah, man. Yeah, salute. Salute. Yeah, shout out Earth Lord. Yeah, like definitely. the second person total that has ever said anything <laughs> about Alpha Flight. People like, yo, this dude know what he's talking about. He's bringing up Alpha Flight? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Alpha Flight in a conversation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I think Irv mentioned that like one of his favorite uh, characters is like Puck or some shit. Like, yeah, it <laughs> worked. Right. Right. Yeah, Puck. Yeah. He talked about, about Puck. Hey, Hip Hop Marvel's podcast. You want that? Your friendly neighborhood plug for all things hip hop and Marvel. All right, so check this out. Imagine all of the free time you could have to watch Avengers Endgame for the umpteenth time by not taking that trip to the grocery store simply because you ran out of chips and dip the night before hosting a new comic book shindig. Well, Instacart to the rescue. Instacart delivers groceries in as fast as one hour. They connect you with personal shoppers in your area to shop and deliver groceries from all of your favorite stores. Get access to all of the items you usually buy and even get smart suggestions for new ones. Instacart picks the freshest produce and even keeps your eggs safe, too. To get free delivery on your first order over $35, follow the link in the show notes. That lets Instacart know we sent you and help support our show. As Thanos would say, Not going to the grocery store is inevitable. What's up? This your boy Wyclef Jean, a.k.a. Spider-Man. Y'all already know I'm a superhero. What makes me a superhero? Come on. Hip-hop marvels. Hip-hop marvels. We got a lot from your block to the comic shop. Okay out there in Marvelland, face front, this is Stan Lee speaking. You've probably never heard this before, so anything is liable to happen. This your boy Frank Nitt, and I'm telling all y'all to subscribe to the Hip-Hop Marvels podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, and more. Go get that, y'all. You know, you seem like a busy dude. I don't know if you've been up on the whole versus thing, but uh, they yeah, got. Uh, yeah, I've been seeing some of them. Okay, so yeah, so yeah. tomorrow is going down. Jeezy versus Gucci Mane is tomorrow. It, it originally started out as uh, Jeezy versus Ti, but I guess I don't know Ti in the back and out. Okay. Uh, now this is very interesting to me, given their past history. You know what I'm saying? Given their their okay. history. Um, they had right. a real, a real, real bad beef back in the day. Right, um, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, definitely on some street shit. Um, yeah. kind of, there, 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 there was actual, there was actual bodies in that beef. Ca- yeah, casualties. Actually, kind of reminiscent of what's going on today. So this right. is why I think it's 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 important for this battle to take place because absolutely, if, if these two grown men can put everything aside for the culture and come together. 
and present us with joints that made them who they are and show camaraderie and show that there is light at the end of the tunnel and that you don't always have to beef. I think that's a major thing. That's a big thing for, for, uh, for them and for the culture. Yeah, Absolutely. So. I think it's I think it speaks to um, what hip hop is, uh, you know, have the way it started, you know, up in the Bronx, you know, Sedgwick and all of that with, um, you know, Cool Herc and uh, Zulu Nation and all that. The purpose of even doing hip hop and doing hip hop related um, arts and, and activities, whether it be graffiti, whether it be. DJing, whether it be b-boying or aka breakdancing, whether it be MCing, you know, it started in that era of how do we take the energy from gangs in the Bronx and and areas surrounding and give them something to do to release that energy. See, energy is something that can't be made nor destroyed. It just changes form. So if you got, you know, the Black Spades uh, uh, organ street organization, you got this gang and that gang, those guys realize, look, if you come to the party and you dancing or, you know, when you got spare time, you, you, you're perfecting your graffiti, you're perfecting your, your pieces, your burners or your DJing, that energy that you would have been, been putting into, you know, uh, meeting up with this next gang and, 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 and banging out with them. You just take that energy and put it somewhere else. So I think that what you're saying is exactly right. It's, it, this is what hip hop was founded on. Hip hop, in my opinion, the way I see it, on this being the 18th, you know, we're here getting the, the, the knowledge, you know, uh, of what hit the relationship between hip hop and Marvel Comics and how it all ties in. We're building on that. And, and, and willfully, what's born out of that is a better understanding of how we influence it and how it influences us the larger picture being that you know hip-hop is something that was supposed to get us out of the street activity not put us direct us back into it so i'm glad to see you know i'll be i'll be honest i'm not totally familiar with gucci i'm more familiar with jeezy's music than i am gucci mains and i honestly think it probably would have been a better battle between it would have been a better better battle between him and ti but for the reasons that you that you you both just uh eloquently expressed in terms of them having already had issues it's important that we see things resolved in an artistic fashion and i i I love it i love it yeah i love it yeah definitely definitely it's definitely for the culture and you know like i said given the times given what's going on today i think is very important for the culture very important so indeed um i'll be definitely be tuned in catch it on instagram live i believe and you can catch it on apple tv and apple music i definitely will be in tune to see how that plays out so yeah we're going to take the time to get into what you got going on and everything that is the last emperor so uh you know i guess we could start off with your origin story every super superhero got you know they have they have origin story so what's yours man? absolutely well you know I, um i grew up uh in in west philadelphia um uh a, a, a section called the Cobbs creek section which is um um pretty much uh central west philadelphia um product of west philadelphia schools all my life um, grew up around uh, around hip hop. Saw local artists in my neighborhood before they got 
um, national acclaim and national stardom. Um, so, you know, uh, for example, I went to Overbrook High School, which in my opinion is, is especially during the era of the 80s, the, the, the mid 80s, late 80s was like the hip hop high school. Um, Steady B went to my school. Um, Will Smith, he went to my high school. Um, the youngsters, if you remember the youngsters, they yes, went they, they went to Overbrook as well. Later, later to be named the Illy Funksters, yeah. The oh, Illy Philly yeah. Funksters, that's Illy right. Philly shout out Funksters. to the, yeah. shout out to the youngsters too. That's that's the squad right Word. there. You guys not only had hip hop alumni, you guys had like a lot of NBA players go there as well. Yeah, Wilter Still Chamberlain, graduate of Overbrook High School. Right. Yeah. Wil Wilter yeah. Still. All all West Philly, man. All West Philly. In fact, um, pound for pound I like to say most of the other artists you know respect and shout out to all sections of Philly you know sometimes people that are from outside Philly look at it like it's just one big one monolithic city but we have different sections and right. some of the sections have their own subtleties to them much like you know if you go to places like New York the Bronx is a little different from Brooklyn most which is a little different right. from so you know most but definitely. pound for pound we put out the most West Philly put out the most MCs that have done like national got national attention right. so we're talking about will smith steady b cool c and all the hilltop hustlers so that's also the youngsters they're a part they come out of that camp as well we're talking right. about bahamadia we're talking about schoolie d who is arguably oh. the father <laughs> of if you ask gangster rappers in the west Coast, rap. who influenced yeah, them definitely. is schoolie d you know what schoolie i mean d. i was seeing schoolie d um, at like Bobby Dance, uh, you know, functions before he became nationally known. I'm that old, so you know what I mean. Like that's that's the environment that I grew up in. So it was like the the burgeoning and emerging hip hop scene. And I also I would be remiss if I didn't mention, um, you know, when you have places like New York again, um, you got play, you got people like uh, DJ Red Alert, uh, Mr. Magic, and all of that. Well, in Philly, we have. Uh, a, a sister by the name of Lady B. If Lady you go back, if you go right, yeah. she, she's actually not only is she our version of like a Red Alert, who you know Friday and Saturday night in the '80s. If you were listening to hip hop, it was her show. If you go and look at the album credits from all of the the, the um, artists who came back came out back then, whether it be uh, Salt and Pepper, whether it be the Jungle Brothers, you name it. You look in the back of that album credits right after they finished thanking the New York DJs they thank Lady B well she was right. also credited with being the first female to put out a solo rap record called To The yeah. Beat Y'all so beat, you know um, that's right so um, so that's the that's the environment that I come out of so right. you know hip hop was definitely something very organic I tried my hands at every aspect of it probably except DJing which I tried when I went to my homie's house but I didn't my, my, my parents couldn't afford to get me equipment like that so I would have tried that too but so you know I've had a well very well rounded um, uh, experience um, I also grew up in the NOI the Nation of Islam a lot of people don't know that about me but that I think um, as I grow older I get a better understanding of, of my pers perspective and the uh, the importance of education in everything that I do and the importance of you know, examining, being an examiner of everything that I do and being cognitive and conscious of the words that I put out and just always striving to speak with intelligence. So um, all of that plays a factor into my upbringing. 
um, growing up here in West Philly, I seen it all. You know, I was out there in the streets for a minute. Even with that being said, was I right. you never not not you know as the super thug or the super gangster or super drug dealer? But I do know what it's like to get out here and get busy in the streets. Fortunately enough, unlike a lot of my other comrades that didn't make it, I learned from life's experiences. And if I made a mistake once, I never made it again. So, um, you know. West Philly schools, I went to Lincoln University and studied political science in the early 90s, got a degree in political science and international relations, um, met okay. uh, a, a lot of good friends during that time. And during that time, one of my, my closest homies, my brother, my comrade Q um, from Brooklyn, he had aspirations of getting into the music industry. I used to do local talent shows and stuff like that and, you know, um, open mic contests at school. Um, I was known as the, the rapper on on the yard or whatever. So um, I never okay. took it serious. I even even in, in in my neighborhood, like Friday, Saturday night, we sitting around drinking forties. I was the entertainment. You know what I mean? Like we, right. we freestyling and you know just being sharp and trying to be witty and coming up with my own rhymes. And my own, my homies used to always tell me I should do something with it, but I never took it seriously. Until I got to college and met this brother named Q and he was like, yo, man, you know, if you if you, um, you know, follow my lead, I'm telling you, I, I think I think we can make something happen. So about uh, 95, I made it. I recorded a demo. Um, a good friend of mine named Damon Johnson, Dame Dollars. He was going out after he left Lincoln. He was going out to the West Coast. Uh, his brother had Geronimo Films, which was doing uh, a lot of the videos for Dr. Dre and Aftermath. So he said, yeah, look, man, I can't... Yeah. I've heard, I've heard yeah. Geronimo Films. I was trying to yeah, he out was like, I can't, I can't promise you anything, but I'll take your demo out there and see, and whatever happens, happens, and, you know, the rest is history as far as that's concerned, but you know, even during the interim of that, I moved to Brooklyn, New York in like 95, 96, we had like winter in 95, when, whenever I got out of school and, uh, you know, it was just me and Q. We, we were on the grind. We went to every open mic, every lyricist lounge, everything you could you could name to put my talent out there and to get on the different stages and things of that nature. And that propelled me to be known in the New York community, which I mean, you know, let's face it, that's the mecca of hip hop. You know, so if you if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. So I, I went out there um, honed in on my craft went to every open mic i mean it was just like night after night after night and it it allowed me to develop um the ability to have stage presence to develop myself to know what it was like to be in a room full of, and i'm telling you some of these some at some of these functions there were the top tier mcs in the audience so i look out in the audience and i see people like craig g i see master ace i see um mm. You know, health the skelter. I see, you know, uh, you name it. Everybody's in the audience. So you got to go up there and you got to get top busy. tier MCs. Definitely. Oh, top, definitely. Top tier MCs. Most deaf. You know what I mean? Um, I, I came in contact with him a lot. Uh, I did, um, you know, um, like maybe um, a year and a half just doing tours and opening up for like De La Soul. Shout out to De La Soul and, um, you know, especially Dave and all that. Amityville, Long Island. Prince Paul, everybody, man. I know I'm bouncing around a little bit, but no, no, you know, you're I've been, good, man. I've been yeah, very, I've been you... very, I've been very, very, um, you know, uh, willfully fortunate to be amongst the elite of 
the art form. You know, whether we're talking about Dr. Dre, whether we're talking about Diamond D, the RZA, Prince Paul, you name it. So I always credit myself, again, going back to the NOI, I humble myself enough to be a student of the game. As a student, you know, I may have not had, I may have not ever had like the large record or be known and all that, but I think um, as a student of the art form and of the culture, I've been in some of the most significant classrooms under the tutelage of some of the most powerful instructors. So it's 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 given me a richness that though I don't have the money or the accolades and this that and the other, I've uh, had uh, you know friendship in in all walks of life and been been around some of the most powerful people within the art form. Um, that, that's amazing. Know what I know what I would call that? I, w- I would call that the rogue syndrome. You've been soaked in all this game, and nobody can touch you, and nobody yeah, yeah, can touch yeah, you. Yeah. You know I like that. I, mean, yeah. I like that. Let's, you know um, I mean? let's back up a little bit um, as far as your open mic experience, because you, there's only a few people that recorded on the Lyricist Lounge compilation and actually yes, performed sir. at a Lyricist Lounge, and you performed yes, on um, November 11th, 1995, in New York. Um, yes, sir. And that lounge, that lounge is hosted by by Q-Tip, first of all, but also featured yourself and Maestro Manny. So yes, sir. What what was that experience like? And then, if you can talk about the experience of recording CIA Criminals in Action along with Karis One and Zach De La Rosa. You know, it, it was a very a very surreal experience because again, um, here I am. You know, I'm from West Philly. I had already, I had been around, you know, again, some of the local talent here that went on to have success. Like I said, I'd be in high school going to my locker. I looked down the hallway to actually to the uh, to the right of me and Steady B would be going in his locker. And I was like, wow, he's got records out and he still comes to high school. Like, yo, that was just the illest thing to me. So, you know, on that on that level, you know, I was comfortable about being around people that were already famous. So when I got well, when I got to the lyricist lounge, it was like I was super nervous. But because, you know, this is OK. It, it's like this is if you're going to do this, you have to do it with the utmost level of professionalism, you know, and and really stand out and deliver you know, this is your moment. This is your shining moment. And I remember thinking that to myself, this is your shining moment. And fortunately enough, it was so dark in there that I didn't realize until I got off stage the level of talent that was in the audience. So I get off stage and people are like congratulating me and saying, t- telling me I did a good job. Like, you know, I see um, Craig G from the Juice Crew. and he, He's like, yo, that was ill. And, you know, I see just so many people, Master Ace, um, I mean, the list goes on. And again, that was hosted by Q-Tip. I remember Q-Tip just being like, yo, B, yo, your stuff is ill, kid. Like, yo, you like the shit. Yo, you like the show still uh, and all that. So I'm like, yo, I'm like, and, and, and every time, and I, and I got I to gotta salute Q-Tip because he's such a pivotal part of that boom bap sound of mm. the late 80s and 90s. Right. One thing I really credit him with is he's selfless in trying to promote other people that he feels are ill. He is one of the people that helped Busta Rhymes get out there and be, you know, more notable to the world. You know, 
he was work. He's one of the people that helped Rod Digger be uh, notable to the world. You know what I mean? Right. He he just he just he's one of those. There are certain people. You know, this is a very competitive sport, and I've been around some MCs who, you know, won't give it up to you or a little standoffish or like, yo, you the new right. the new nigga on the block. I ain't you know I'm not I'm a front like I don't know who you are and this that and the other, but. Q-Tip was always, to me, one of those dudes that every time I saw him, he was very encouraging. He was always, you know, very just just like, yo, what's up with you, kid? What you doing? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, just right, one of those right. artists, very forward in terms of pushing other artists and not just being selfish, but pushing other artists into the spotlight. So, right. you know, that encouragement, the few words of encouragement that he gave me has have stuck with me. And, um... So I remember it just it being a really ill night and them being like, yo, we want you to keep coming doing this over and over again. So I did very I did a lot of lyricist lounge showcases and other things like that. But that one was definitely special. And in terms of recording the CIA, um, that was another case of just like extreme nervousness, because um, a lot of what a lot of people don't know is that it wasn't like I was just thrust into this situation and didn't know. I mean, obviously. You know, who doesn't know KRS-One? I grew up on his music, obviously. Right. You know what I mean? Um, Criminal Minded was in heavy rotation in my household. You know what I mean? Um, right. So, of course, I knew Indeed. who the Blastmaster... Of course, I know who the Blastmaster is. And he prides himself with being an edutainer and an educator. So, of course, I, I knew all about him. But what many people don't know is I was probably just as, just as much a fan of Zach De La Roca and Raised Against the Machine as I was of KRS-One. So, you know, the nervousness this time is on both parts. It's like, yo, and, and we recorded all at the same time. It wasn't one of those deals where somebody goes in and records their stuff and they send us the email and it was none of that. I, I'm in the booth. I leave the booth. Chris comes in. He lays his verse. He leaves the booth. Zach comes in. He lays his verse. The best and dynamic think, to have right there. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, we had a conversation about what we wanted to talk about first. So, of course, Chris is like, yo, yo, I think we need to discuss what's going on with the CIA. And so, you know, he's like, yeah. So, you know, and we have to remember during that time, the information was just beginning to emerge about the CIA's involvement in funneling large quantities of cocaine to urban areas through local local dealers and how and what the and so basically they the CIA was the plug. Right. That information was just coming out and back then it was a conspiracy theory. You know, now we know that it's true. I've even um there's even a major motion picture starring if I'm not mistaken um Wow, his name escapes me right now. The guy from the Mission Impossible films. I should know this. Um, uh, Tom Tom Cruise? Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise recently did a film. I, I got I to gotta get the title of this film where he plays one of those people who were the plug for the CIA funneling uh, large amounts of drugs into the urban areas. So here mm. it is years later, something that we were talking about then has finally you know, become common knowledge in a sense. So... Yes, uh, KRS said, yo, I want to talk about this on the record. Let's go. So, of course, you know, he and Zach, um, you know, Chris is definitely very uh, uh, sociopolitically aware. Zach De La Roca from all the, you know, their music is definitely supported everything from uh, uh, arguably the world's most 
uh, infamous political prisoner Mumia Abu Jamal to his work yes. with the Zapatistas to yes. you name it. You know, he's he's very 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 conscious about uh, socio political uh, affairs as well on a on a right. global level. You know, particularly in the region of Central and South America, but on a global level. So here I am between these two guys, and I don't even think they knew at the time that I I had a background in uh, uh, political science. So I don't know if they're just thinking like, okay, this guy's supposed to be the hot new rapper or whatever, whatever. So I just go in there, and my only regret about that is I had so much that I wanted to convey in my verse that I just was like rapid fire with it. I wish I always wish I had kind of rolled the track a little better like Chris did or like Zach did but I just you know I just was firing off all types of neurons like look you better right. come with something crazy because you got Zach <laughs> to the left right. Chris yeah, you, to the right yeah. you better you better say something important so but uh, again um, you know uh, it's etched in stone definitely in my life as one of the, the, the highlights of, of my career and just, just me being a, a man on this planet to be you know associated with two titans in their own respective fields man so it was a, a extraordinary experience i always uh give it up to lyricist lounge to danny and ann and all of those guys for giving me that opportunity of being thrust into that position to work with such uh phenomenal artists Slasher straight through Dr. Stranger's mind Another one down, and now the score is two to zero By words from the genius, and he's still my rhyming hero Now the next battle was conducted in a rough-like manner Specifically between Reggie Noble and Dr. David Banner Or should I say the Incredible Hawk when he zamped off the gamma But Reggie Noble soon became the Incredible Red Man and slammed him You know how Red Man gets when there's a 
adrenaline starts pumping. He started sketching in the ring, so then the thing tried to jump in. Red Grim leaps into the ring, and at the red man he lunges. But Reggie Noble dropped him with two brick city punches. Rounds by the bunches, bumps get dirty in the Middle Eastern dungeons. Ready to set this like Detective Columbo with his hunches. Now while the refs clean out the ring, cause the last fight was so intense. Let's do this live interview with a brother named Common Sense. Yeah, yeah, it's Common Sense. A nice man tried to freeze me, so I took him to Chicago and told him to take it easy. He couldn't see me with my Applejack hat and high tops. Colossus and Cyclops, I got no idea why not. Well, look at Common Sense, yo, that last album was tight. Let me get back into the ring and evaluate the next fight. Now the next fight had to be the craziest of all times. We got Dr. Octopus versus the mighty Buster Rock. Doc Ock versus Buster, man, that stuff is dead. He'll get his eight arms ripped off going up against the dread. Ha, now Dr. Octopus, who you think you grabbing? The Gawker never lose, so you know it will never happen. Lyrically making me sleepy, you need a nap when I slap you with my dress lights out. You, you kiss the Before my eyes, I see the demise of another superhero. Next up, we got Roscos in the box with Magneto. Now anything goes when Magneto battles foes, but Roscos had him shivering, delivering ultramagnetic blows. Magneto was now deceased, and a wise man once said it best. The sun rises in the east, but they can still set it in the west. Now with all these heroes down, Stanley refuses to surrender. He got stormed from the X-Men as if I couldn't match the gender. Stanley shouts, Excelsior. hey yo Stan, you best to chill. There's no match for I guess he's never heard of Lauren Hill. Now we all know Storm controls the temperature of the weather. Started running off at the lip and El Book was like, whatever. She just got home from tour, a bit too tired to spar. So she clocked Storm over the head with my man White Clef guitar. All silence is ceased, out of nowhere comes the beast. Versus Jay Wu, the damage of the Black Prophet from the East. Release rhymes that will pound you into the ground, there'll be no round two. Another victory for hip-hop by the Dirty Rotten Scoundrel. Now the underground sewer system that lies deep below the ring is where the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Dos Effects both do their thing. Leonardo and Donatello, they well know that we can do this. Kickity crazy Drazy, hit them both with rolls. Now Raphael and Michelangelo, those two other sewer brothers, book smacked them with the Dos Effects logo, the man who cover. Whether you're plant or animal, vegetable or maybe the mineral, before you step the Dos Effects, you best be hard like a criminal. Sending you back to ringside just when you thought it was over. Late entry into the competition, come G.I. Joe and Cobra. Mercenaries and soldiers, G.I. Joe was rolling thick, so I got the military of hip-hop, a.k.a. the bootcamp click. World for three for 96 in the midst of all these troops. I can see General Buckshot going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Doom. Salute the captain when it comes to rapping, cause now we know who's hard. Catch a wreck like stealing tech up against the crimson guard. Charging after you, smashing you, metaphorically bashing you. The entire Joe team is OGC and Rocky Irrational. Then all of a sudden I hear this real loud crack. The military partnership, Big Rock just broke, broke, black. But now Stan Lee and his team are ripped apart at the seams. His last resort was Weapon X from Canada, Wolverine. You know the routine, his claws can rip rappers for days. Oh, here comes the method man, a.k.a. Johnny Blaze. Wolverine, you can't hang, when Cal does his thing. Paralyze you with the venom from the method man's fame. Now in the final hour, as the stratosphere gets darker, the last battle is between Isaiah Jones and Peter Parker. Nasty Nas, the halftime head ringer, versus your web slinger. Illmatic versus radioactive and a rotten apple in the dead ringer. He made Peter Parker curse the day that Spider ever bit him, and gave him a copy of the brand new LP it was written. These are my secret wars, not yours, ask the beyonder. My prelude like Honda's to produce their bodies like Rwanda. Now to all up-and-coming MCs, I got a question. If I made a secret wars part two, would your name even be mentioned? Would you make the final cut? I'll make the nice and skip their titles up. Writing rhymes slash fighting crimes like the Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt. Just stick around for the next battle slash adventure. And if you happen to see Stan Lee, tell him the last Emperor sent you.
world trying to survive. Yo, what a word. Chillin' waiting for this, now it's time. It ain't enough, yo. It ain't enough, yo. It ain't enough, yo. I got it, yo. I still want yo. more. We in control now. Words of last emperor. We both vow to live it up till our bodies are lowered below ground. No bounds. It wasn't Magellan. It was my record selling. They had me taught so much. I proved that the globe's round. Giving y'all clowns the lowdown. Imp with the raw skill. Profound in showdowns. Blown out the all kill. No doubt you all will. Hip-hop to vaudeville. Rock any hometown from Krypton to Smallville. And we sure will defeat you and doctors will treat you. Likely I'd be needles to feed you in your nostrils and need tubes. Have the hospital keep you once the oxygen leave you. People line up to see you in a box at a gospel cathedral. Ooh, you a monster. You evil to stretch them cats. Any artificial Botox injected raps. Last time's a madman. Words are just as bad. We saw the damage that you did down at Dexter's lab. Yo, what a word. Cooling out, trying to gather my thoughts. Yo, what up, man? Tomorrow's not promised, but ever's too short. It ain't enough, yo. It ain't enough, yo. It ain't enough, yo. I got it all and still want more. Yo, what up, man? Doing my thing, you know, making it happen. Yo, what a word. No relaxing, taking it without asking. It ain't enough, yo. It ain't enough, yo. It ain't enough, yo. I got it all and still want more. They call me Gato Uno. Some call me Top Cat. Never rock a top hat. Yo, cut it out. Stop that. Come on, dog. I play on the block. Where's hot at? Chaos and combat. I'm strong like a Cossack. Some try to hate cause they just ain't where I'm at. Girls around the way say I'm great. Can't deny that. Kitty cat charmer. Witty rap author. Words coming uh, and thug it yo. like Douglas Mac Arthur. Dumbling ass partners. Huddle and start in trouble like Al Sharpton. With dozens of black marches. Some of you rap artists front on the track. Dumbing you lack smartness. So you mumble and yap nonsense. Y'all ain't serious enough. Don't compare if it isn't a skill. Merely isn't luck. For you to hear this is a must. Appear where you didn't touch various areas and trucks like your stereos and stuff. Yo, what up, man? I'm trying to get it and collect what's due. Yo, what up, words? True, I'm trying to split it with my crew. It ain't enough, yo. It ain't enough, yo. It ain't enough, yo. I got it all still want more. Yo, what up, words? Hanging with my people east to west. Yo, what up, man? North and south where the streets connect. It ain't enough, yo. It ain't enough, yo. It ain't enough, yo. I got it all still want yo. more. And we not satisfied yet. Rip the track. Then I'm next. Write rhymes for you. COD. Cash. A buy check. Till the day that I pass. Then I rest. They gon' feel us. Who's the illest? Me and you. Yeah, the last that I checked. My physique is attacked from my sneaks to my hat. You sure it ain't no more to it? Ain't no deeper than that. Yo, in Detroit, you cold. In New York, you hot. Whether we here or there. Caesar's a death. Let's just leave it at that. We get the people to clap. And we hit them with rough lyrics. The rap running back. Yo, who's ready to run with us? We attack the track. Soon as the drum hit it. Anybody think they can take us, they, they come, come get, get us. us. Infinite, too serious, true lyricist, mysterious, curious, preparing us, scared of us, top flight, superior, spotlight, we sharing it, last in, words, words, hot, right, period, words. catching attention from popular girls, what up, and now we bent on trying to conquer the world, it ain't enough, yo, it ain't enough, yo, it ain't enough, yo, I got it all, I still want more, yo, what up, M? yo, what up, words, it ain't enough, yo, it ain't enough, yo, it ain't enough, yo, I got it all, I still want more. As I sit back and reminisce. About the first time I read the book of Genesis And I realized that the creator gave man Rule and domain over all animals Everything that swimmeth in the oceans That flieth in the sky That creepeth on land Everything under my command To withstand, reprimand 
and I realize what many other people can never see. I realize that all of those animals were really me. The Wild MC. Who's that legendary man that captures rappers by the twos? Part man and part animal like the Conjurant Zoos. Imagine being hunted and confronted by rival fools. The Emperor takes the form of any animal I choose. You don't have the skill for this, man destroys all the wilderness. Watch me run through the industry like the wilderness. It's the return of the Mike King. If I catch a whack rapper hiking, not to my liking, I stalk my prey before striking. There's no time to be rational or diplomatic. I'd rather have it wild like national geographic. When MCs set up stairs and jungle traps, my humble raps become ferocious like jungle cats with two fangs. Take the advice of Wu-Tang. Protect your neck or you'll get bicycle kicked like Luke Hang. I lie in wait as you violate all my jungle laws. I'll become a black panther with paws and raise sharp claws. My cat form gives me the ability to pounce with the grace and agility of a tiger. They fire shots so it's killing me. Three MCs run in different directions and sections. I transform into a cheetah. I bet I can catch it in seconds. Now as a human, my lyrics are the most pleasing. But in the form of a lion, I aim straight for your throat region. There's no reason for you to venture where my caves are. I possess the speed of a pooper. Like Marshall Bravestar. Word is born, the emperor be the dawn. Chasing rap crooks out of my jungle book like Shere Khan. Your days are numbered. Your rap styles are going under. Stunja. Some rap clown tried to hunt me down like Craven the Hunter. See around my way, this is how we do it, Judas. Mankind can't rhyme like the true lion of Judah. I socialize with sharp knives In the dark part of the jungle where Tarzan cannot survive I've been on the trail of an MC Followed your scent, secretly invaded your camp And got all up in your tent Invent rhymes out of the norm and I transform into a cobra Inject venom into your system, now your rap career is over Told ya, I am the inventor who transforms like the fensor Made from the finest leaders on earth like Serpentor You rap fakes, best to slam on the brakes As my style lies awake like a diamond backstage But wait, when MC saw me slither in he let his tool click by a gunshot. Wow! He caught the mule kick. Straight to the dome, I had to drop the disbeliever. And right before his eyes, I took the form of a zebra. His hunting crew pulled out rifles of all types. So I politely took flight, shook off my black and white stripes. I'm still a horse, of course, but now a bronco. And when I charge, things will always fall apart like Oconquo. Come at me with the wrong flow. I swell heads like bells from the gong show. It's Jamal, that great gorilla from the Congo. But wait. Those other two MCs thought they could rhyme great with lines like these. I swing through the trees like a primate from a vine I hung. When MC ducked when I swung, he knew my arms were powerful like Mighty Joe Young. Now here's a side note to add on to the session. Go ask Roddy McDowell or maybe Charlton Heston about the Emperor on wax, CDs, and tapes. And they'll say there's no escape from the planet of the apes. The apes. From the jungles of Guyana to the Alps of Nova Scotia Who quotes the lyrics that are too ferocious for poachers The last imp who lyrically remains tax exempt No lie, I get you high like a good Indian batch of hemp Yup, no rap job is too tough for me to tackle I am the Egyptian god Anubis, body of a man, head of a jackal Back to attack you, it's the black you On stage I go into a rage like the Minotaur And in my maze is where I trap you See most MCs front the road like psychotics I'm high tech like robotics Deep like undersea aquatics And I break the sort of mics that no human could ever repair Let me dive into the ocean and catch rappers down there Well, 
What do you know? It seems we haven't intruded here. Searching for a buried treasure, flipping rhymes in his scuba gear. Yo, I know you, man. Man, I'm hot like Atlanta. We about to do battle like Aquaman and Black Panther. I bring forth the ancient spirits from the deep. Too loud to describe, it's just some stuff you gotta beat. I become a great black shark and my length is 20 feet. Into Davy Jones' locker is where I put that ass to sleep. The other diver, he had a flow sort of identical. But now I'm an octopus with 84 inch tentacles. As far as skills, he doubted the emperor's. So I wrapped around his neck and then I crushed his vocal cords. The last MC knew the deal, decided to pull his steel. I think it's time for him to feel the shock of a black electric eel. For real, I threw rap notes filled with boats. That brother swam for land like Captain Ahab. I crushed his boat. Then I became the worst animal of all. The last emperor of MCs, a.k.a. Hassan Jamal. The all-knowing, all-powerful, time-consuming. That's when I realized the deadliest animal was human. Yeah, 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 yeah. Karis one coming through. Big Zach, last emperor. <laughs> That's the sound of EMS. <laughs> last emperor KRS. <laughs> Big Zach, you know the rest. Now we gonna come down like this now. Hold tight, all crew. The calm of the day, like an alarm So wake up, brand you, and take up arms Cause more is necessary than vocabulary war Cause a toxic rock imports hitting on your door CIA, I see you later Cause your time is coming soon I flip this shit like Pacino and it's your dog day afternoons Attica, Attica, drug agents, you bring your statica My alphabet will slash that neck and flip you Automatica, dramatic, like Ali Shaheed Muhammad brought the vibes I bring the sun at red dawn upon the thoughts of Franz Fanon So stand in attention, devil dirge. You never survive choosing sides against the wretched of the earth. The infiltrator, child intoxicator, people incarcerator, liberation movement annihilator. We got you clock pushing rocks and it fail. We got brothers trooping subways like the whole cheap betrayal. We got the truth at it. Last emperor KRS in history manifesting. Tomorrow the next lesson. Capitalism and technology expands The third world's fertile soil becomes a desert wasteland So it takes fans to demand the government provide answers When Lady Liberty has me bewitched like Samantha And poverty is one of the most malignant forms of cancer To all my black magic romances and acid rain dancers Develop close ties like Jerry Seinfeld and George Costanza We fear no man and throw jams that attack counterintelligence programs Exciting like the epic adventures of Conan I colonize minds like Zaire by the Belgians Now what the hell is the problem with this system? And what it sells us I bring ancient relics Like Wyclef did the zealots I saw an iron curtain Called hip hop And got it open Like Boris Yeltsin Whirlwind, tornadoes In the rainforest If you say so KRS in the last of a roar Like the green hornet in Cato Zach De La Roca Brings the enraged flow But all three drop science And become the most powerful Alliance since NATO NATO, 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 NATO. <laughs> You're playing on selling crack But you be doing that You're playing on selling crack But you be doing that You're playing on selling crack But you be doing that You know the cops, they got a network for the toxic rock. We can't answer the crack, but you be doing that. So get that flashlight out of my face. You claim I'm selling crack, but you be doing that. The last emperor KRS-1 and Big Zack. 
need I say the CIA be criminals in action Cocaine crack unpacking High surveillance tracking Prominent blacks and whites Giving orders for mass slaughters I want all my daughters to be like Maxine Waters When they flooded the streets with crack cocaine I was like Noah Now they lower Cause the whole Cold War is over Communism fell to the dollars you were grabbing in Only assault and battering In the name of intelligence gathering Now it's karma you battling A losing fight I choose the mic to recite Ignite light in the night I we should beat him President Clinton should delete him It's not hard The CIA simply has no more job Oh my God, it's mother You can fix this We rock over mixes Not six, six, sixes Yo, this is the message To all that can hear it If you got secret information Now's the time to share it Call your congresswoman Your senator, your mayor It's time for all the scholars To unite with all the players Rearranging C Times are definitely changing G They used to tap the phone Now they tapping while you're paging me It's crazy B Yeah, it's plain to see who the enemy who's left the nra the atf the ama okay okay it's all irrelevant because in the new millennium there'll be no central intelligence uh, yeah, uh.